Sucking close, or yeah, I mean, you want it, you want it as close to as comfortable. All right, so but then, I mean, yeah, and then if you're moving around, you can move it with you. Yeah, no, this is fine. I'm just not used to the, the good tech, right? Because it's good. but you can hear yourself. Good tech. How do you sound? Yeah, I sound great. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I always I always think I sound great until I listen to myself again, and, and then it's shit. and then it's just like, oh, you sound like a uh, whiny, stupid Guido bitch boy, but I mean, that's kind of. Let's call it a spade a spade. <laughs> I mean, that's what I am, but it's like that's not a conversation I want to continue like having have in my head. Own, own head. I do it once in the morning when I look in the mirror. Like you're a beta bitch boy, figure it out. That's all I want. Like I don't want to keep. Yeah, I, don't I don't have wanna, to keep. I don't like, keep going stumbling through. upon this this psychiatric. Right. I don't want to edit my video and just be like. Oh my God, dude! Like start doing are, the, like the Opus Day, oh, like just hitting yourself yeah. with a whip, <laughs> like a ballless, dickless, <laughs> just panty ways constantly. <laughs> I'm trying to get better and on all facets of life. So listening to myself suck is you know mm. not helping. But, but I guess then, it's humble pie that I need for when I make it to the top. As Joe said, would say, "There's nothing you can do." It really is. What are you gonna do? I guess. I mean, N- John, nothing you can do. That's it. All right, jabronis, we're back. Here in uh, obviously not the LPDS studio because, as you can clearly see, we got top-of-the-line technology this weekend. Um, and I'm not joking. These are these mics that Pistol got for, for the you know your studio Bravo, the Bra- site Bravo, are literally like what all the, what all the top guys use. Well, that's the thing with Pete is he always goes like he has to go like 100% every yeah, time. He's right. like, oh, I'm going to record it on my phone and we'll see how it goes. He's like, no, if we're going to do it, we're going to do it live. Right. And you know what? I, I feel that sentiment. Yeah. Mentally, I'm 100% all the time in, but financially. Yeah. It's, yeah different different there, circumstances. And that's yeah, fine. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying like he's pissing his money away. He's not yeah. because I get to use all this cool shit yeah, and, and it's great. He's also, when you're smart with money, you're successful, you're not swimming in, in student loan debt, thanks a lot, Henry Riddle, <laughs> then you can do good things. And this is what, you know, this is another goal of mine. Besides not being a beta bitch boy, my other goal is to also be successful like Pistol is. I thought maybe some nose surgery would be uh, one of the goals. No, this <laughs> like is how... Like space balls, get that doctor. This is how I keep my speed. <laughs> It's like a shark so fan through the aerodynamics. Yeah, that's right. It just it the cuts through the breaks. air. <laughs> it yeah, it's aerodynamics. I learned that. That was the only thing I learned in college was that I, I didn't even I, pass that class. at the engineering school that I did have the gift of natural aerodynamics. <laughs> so suck it, every riddle. Don't call me the Falcon. <laughs> yeah. The hell, no, nobody calls me the Hawk guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke for Bone Crusher Maloney. <laughs> so. Uh. But real quick, before we get into the uh, into the cage here, a couple quick things. First, LPDS treasure hunt. I don't know if you saw it this week. I know I you've saw. been busy with work and stuff lately, but well, I was deathly ill. Well, yeah, non- you had non-COVID. I don't know what it was. It was a fever, just a fat, fat fever. I don't know if it was like bad acne or yeah. whatever. I don't know what you had, it but just, I was just hot. It was just hot. Yeah, <laughs> the vapors, <laughs> as they called it back in the day, yeah. but. Um, Treasure Hunt this week was, a, obviously, it was a favorite of mine. I mean, it was such a treat to be able to to explore this area in New York City this past week. Um, it was the the shop, so it, it's from the movie Sorcerer's Apprentice. Now, 
agnostic of everything else I'm going to talk about about you know about this right now. It's a Disney movie. It's a good, entertaining Disney film. A lot of heavy hitters in there as far as like guys with acting chops that you've seen in other good movies. Is it like supposed to be like Fantasia kind of like that sort? It's not. Yeah, it's it's not supposed to be like a live action Fantasia, but, but it, it is that like, sort of realm of like it's. Is it it's, that sorcerer? Like the sor- is it supposed to be the sorcerer no, it's from not, Fantasia? It's not. I think that was like was that Merlin? No, I think it was just. I think it was just called the sorcerer. Yeah, but the sor- he has a name in the movie. Oh, so what is it? Again, spoiler alert! In case you don't know, it's a Nick Cage movie. Shocker, <laughs> but the 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 photos I took were the storefront of of Nick Cage's character Baltazar. Baltazar, not Balthazar. No, it is, but that's how I call. That's how I pronounce it. It's a hard T. Yeah, hard T H. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it. Was his shop, and then I also got in the same run that I was doing that week. The 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 final scene of the movie was in Bowling Green Park, which is right down the street. Like a big sorcerer battle. There was a battle between him and Horvath, which is a bad guy. He is who we were talking about earlier, that British uh, guy with the Spaniard name. Oh, Alfred Molina. Alfred Molina. Yeah, I don't know if you know if that's a Spanish name. So no, I, I think he's. I think he's from Spain. But he's also he, got an act like a British accent, yeah, right? I, can't, honestly, I don't know if it's real he, or if every he movie plays, he's in. Like, he plays like a real Spanish guy a lot, and then he plays like a real British guy. It's, uh, he's just, he's just I think he's just that good. That's that's why I said there's a lot of actors that had a lot of chops in this movie, and he's one of them. If and you know, a little quick trivia for everybody else, I know you know this, but if anybody can think of this all the top of their head, one of the first movies I've seen him in, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Raiders Lost Ark. Yeah, he was Raiders he was the, the first casualty in any Indiana Jones movie. That's right. Yeah, because he was like his little helper, but then he betrayed him and he stole the head of whatever. And then he got caught in the booby trap. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and then he got... I don't know if it was... What was it like? Throw a, me the idol. It was like a how you doing to the head or something? It, it or was through the, the mouth? It was I the, forgot it what it was. It was the spikes that came out of the... Like he hit the thing on the floor and then the, the spikes... Trap, yeah, yeah, and then when he found him, he was like spiked against the wall. And then he took the idol back. And then, of course, right. that French bastard. Yeah. That, well, Beloche. Beloche. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he, it, that was sort of like if the Goonies went horribly wrong, it would have ended up like... Oh, yeah, it, was like, it was like adult Goonies. Yeah. Right, right. So anyway, he's in the movie. So that was the final scene where they were doing a bunch of sorcery. Like for the like, end of Harry Potter, it's like, two, like wands and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't even just wands. It was wands. It was uh, the Tesla coils. <laughs> it was Jay Baruchel kissing hot chicks out of his league again, like every movie he's in. Good for him. <laughs> Um, it was a good scene, good movie. Like Dragon Ball Z stuff, they were like throwing. Like, it was fireballs. similar. It was similar to that, yeah. actually. Uh, no joke, but um, it was a real treat to be able to run by those. I actually sent I, a, real, a real, a real proud moment. It was. Life. It really was when I when I got when I went by it. I, you know, the picture, as you can tell, it's it, they painted it back to you know or they they got rid of the black paint because in the movie it was painted black the the, the storefront mm-hmm. and it was back to white. But as soon as I saw it. Uh, you can immediately tell, like, we're here. We did it. Well, you have a sense. I think you have, like, a Nick Cage sense of, like, oh, he's, he's filmed here. It, well, it <laughs> is. Touched that's the ground. The, that's the yeah. thing. Not just aerodynamics in the schnoz. It's the uh, extra Cage. Cage sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's the, the nose nose, <laughs> if you will. So um, this week's winner, back on top, Wet, Wet Cat. Cat. <laughs> so Phil Remy, he had a two-week... Uh, not really a hiatus. The first week was a hiatus because he was boycotting uh, because he thought there was some sort of dictatorship communist uh, rule going on. 
Uh, and we debated that back and forth a little bit over a couple of scotches. Um, and then he was back in, and last week he was he was bested, um, rightfully so, uh, by a by a quicker hand, a quicker gun, if you will. But then this week it was almost immediate. And in fact, he texted me after and said, "I would have got it sooner, but I was in the middle of work directing air traffic." <laughs> And, and I couldn't I stop my, the 737 out of Atlanta to tell you sorcerers right, of Brent. Right. He had to put his phone down to finish a quick coordination of air. <laughs> and then he was back on to finish the fight. And he, and he got it. He still beat everybody. Good um, for him, man. Now, what I did like, too, though, is in the comments. And I, this is one of my favorite things always is when the shit talking starts in the comments. And, and Phil, in, in true wet cat fashion, stoked the flames a little bit with, he dropped the comment. All he did was he just tagged my other friend, Justin Merrick, American Muscle on IG, who is do a competitor. All you, do all you and your friends have wrestling names? Were yeah. you guys in some kind of Daytona Beach like wrestling like league? Like a, a wrestling club. Wet like Cat versus American yeah. Muscle tonight. So, Three wings. <laughs> so American Muscle, he got tagged by Phil as a sort of like a like – a, a Twitter gem, an IG like yeah. troll, if you know, and that started a little bit of back and forth, which I fucking love. Sorry, Terrence family, family show. show. That was actually good. It was a, a few minutes in, so we're good. Yeah. Sorry, but anyway, um, I love sitting there drinking coffee. You love stoking reading. the fire, yeah. Yeah, I, and sometimes I'll even be tempted to kind of throw something in just so I can get more people back back right. into the into the chat, into the shit talk realm. Right. So, um, congratulations to the wet cat. Uh, good, good work. Back on top. Let's see if uh, if anyone can, you know, knock him down a peg next week. If I can find something again, this is not a guarantee. Every week, this is when I happen to see something that that with works his, as a treasure hunt. After with all. his permission, your first T-shirt should just be like a very wet cat. <laughs> it's just like a, like a cat in a bathtub. Wet I can cat. Photoshop his jersey from baseball on onto a very moist onto it. Feline. Oh yeah, to a sopping wet, <laughs> a sopping wet Tabby cat, feral tabby cat, <laughs> so. or or like a, like a wet uh, like the Cheshire cat from um from Alice in Wonderland. Oh, that fat shit cat, the, yeah, with a big smile, here's like the that thing, with the jersey, but like thing, everything's though. wet. <laughs> the reason why he's the wet cat is because he looks like he's a constantly wet cat. That's one of the reasons. Not I don't get the what reason. that means. Just like a skinny, like sopping wet looking pile of bones almost, but. He's very sneaky. <laughs> as cats tend to, especially as, when they're wet, as they get wet cats and tend squeeze to in the places. Yeah, so it's more, it's a compliment if anything, mm. but um, we'll see. Hopefully, maybe next week I'll get something else cool. Yeah. I'm trying to get up uh, further uptown, and I know there's endless, endless things up in New York that you can kind of check yeah, out. Yeah, go so. in. If you're even in downtown, go to like Little Italy or something. Yeah, I'll check it out, but I want to see, I want to see some stuff uptown, so I got to make a point to get up there. See if you can uh, find, I mean, I'm going to ruin it now, but we're, uh, where Joey Zaza got got shot. Oh yeah, I'll check that out. Yeah. But I'll post that as like a hey, Just here's R.I.P. Joey Zaza. <laughs> Joey, yeah, <laughs> Rip Jay Z, <laughs> the OG Jay Z. So uh, he, he shoots and he goes Zaza. <laughs> Unforgettable. Godfather three. Go check it out. It's not the best one. If that was a standalone movie, people would be like, "This is a really good movie." So as a, as a standalone movie, if you if there was no other Godfathers and it was just that movie, you'd be like, hey, this is a really good movie. It got nominated still for all yeah, the awards. Yeah, it was a good flick. Yeah. But if you, everybody naturally compares it, they lump it in. Yeah. Shocker. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, one is the best. Yeah, no doubt about that's, it. That's that's what we should talk about today. 
We could. Yeah, let's yeah. do that. But you got to do your. Well, you gotta... step into the cage. You know, I, here's the thing, though. I do. I do like Rocky. I, I'm more into Rocky as far as watching it more times. Oh, see, so I'm, it's a I'm, lot I'm better. I'm both. I'm yeah, both. I mean, I've obviously watched and both. And also, every I, had, I just had a cage fact for Godfather and for Rocky. <gasps> Think about it. it. Think gonna, about it. Are you you want to you want to give the fact? But like, which 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 movies are we going to talk about today? Because I have one for both. Well, let me do this. Let's get into the cage. Okay. And then we'll it'll be a wild card. Because okay. I have my own fact. It's different. It has not. It's not movie related. Hmm. It's a. It's a pretty. Cagey fact, if you will, but let's just step in the cage and go, all right? Okay, let's run. All right. Today's cage fact is sponsored by Brian's Baloney to Go. When you're going on a long road trip and also happen to hate yourself and have no regard for what you put in your body, pick yourself up a pack of Brian's to Go Baloney's and enjoy a few slices of the worst cold-cut deli meat since head cheese. <laughs> Try some today by visiting www.stalesock.com slash flesh for 6% off your first order. You know what's worse than bologna? Head cheese? Olive loaf. <laughs> well, so that that's bologna with olives. That, <laughs> yeah, but it's bologna with extra stuff in it's it. It's extra like stuff that bologna. is a very acquired taste yeah. and stuff. Because I like olives personally, but a lot of people don't like olives. Yeah. Now, if you lump it in with the worst, worst most <laughs> bland, most of Brian deli meat Ugh, and cold so, cut out so there, I hate it's tough. I hate it's tough. I don't mind it with a little mustard. Mm-hmm. I think that's because it was force-fed to us I never. I used to throw kids. them out. I never ate them. I, I was stealing kids' Lunchables and you were, choking yeah. in the lunchroom. Yeah, you were choking on Lunchables tacos <laughs> or nachos or whatever it was. Nachos. Yeah, so. And the, the lunch aide had to give me the Heimlich maneuver. Yeah, that's right. I wouldn't be here today. Olga Fiera. Yeah. Never forget she her. She lived down the street. God bless her. Oh, God bless. Yeah. Where, she, where, wonder where she is. She's not dead. I didn't want, I didn't want to say rest in peace. She's not, she's not dead, guys. Be, just be alive in peace. Right, yeah. Be still, yeah stay strong. <laughs> <laughs> the LPDS mantra. Yeah. Um, all right, so... He, Real quick before I'll let you decide on the fact, but caveat on the fact for Cage Facts, I talked about how he was Coppola's nephew already. Okay. I don't know if that's going to drive, if that's going to take the Godfather thing away. No, because the other person he's related to is still in both movies, both series of movies. Man, I'm trying to think of this one now. I'm going to remember it. I'm going to kick myself in the ass. Just take a second. Who is in both Rocky as a major character and in Godfather as a major character? Their character gets bigger in three than it was in one and two. In Rocky three? No. In Godfather three, the character. I don't want to give the gender, but the God in in Godfather three, this character has a bigger. It's the gangster. No. It's not. It's not. uh... I mean, he he is in both, but he's not related to Nick Cage at all. Okay. Who's related to Nick Cage? Major character in Rocky's one through five. All f- the first five. Related, Nick, related to, to Nick Cage. I'm losing it here. Yeah. I'm already drunk. <laughs> Let's think here. Give me a sec, Jabronis. Who, who's the first main character in all the Rockies? I'm thinking of who's who's the main. Stallone. And then who's right there with him? Mick. No! In all five! Paulie. <laughs> Adrian. Yes. 
She is involved. She's related to Nick Cage. They're cousins. Oh She's my a Coppola. God. Look, I got to delete this episode. No one, <laughs> no one can know that I didn't know that. No one can know. Don't watch this episode. They're she's a she's a Coppola. I did not know she was a Coppola. Yeah, she fell, she falls off the radar of people I pay attention to because I don't know. She's Adrian. <laughs> she she died. She died. Did she die in both? No, she died in Rocky though. Yeah. but man, give us the that's. That's the, that That's was a, a good fact. fact. That okay. Was a fact. That's a fact, folks. Yeah, they were they were they're uh, she's a Coppola. They're first cousins or second cousins. Yeah, they're 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 cousins. Now, if you haven't seen The Godfather, which I'm sure a lot of people haven't that listen in, when I say a lot, I mean three, three of our ten listeners. Um, she was Michael's sister in The Godfather. Michael Connie. Corleone. She was Connie yeah. in The Godfather's Michael Corleone. Played by Al Pacino. We got. I, I got to do better at explaining things for people because mm. I had a whole th- two and a half hour episode with the Wet Cat and Dangerous Davids talking about a bunch of Embry Riddle baseball players that and no, coaches that nobody knew. That nobody knew. Yeah. And I didn't realize until the next day when I was editing and crying, listening to myself. But I mean, we were drunk. <laughs> I don't know if you could tell. We crushed that entire bottle of scotch we were drinking. You had a good time. It was fun, uh, minus the sound quality, but good yeah. time. We gotta do better at explaining. See so. now this is good sound quality, but like we're not gonna have fun. <laughs> no, it's not gonna be nearly as fun. I'm trying to have fun here, but we also have business to attend to, yeah. so uh, we gotta keep it sort of tame, sort of sober. But I mean, no, you you don't have to. I I I just can't drink. But you you have no what, what business you got? Yeah, well, I, uh, and let's let's explain that. You're not an alcoholic. There's not some sort of oh, an yeah. issue that you have where you were told by the courts you got to stop drinking or anything like if that. If I wanted to keep my baby. <laughs> right. You're just on. You're trying, actually trying to lose your baby yeah. if you, well, you, know, yeah, you want to no, go there. Just, yeah, just, just taking a little time just, just for, uh, for weight reasons. Yeah, you're, trying to, you're, on, a, no, you're on a different path, yeah. which uh, you know I'm on board on this path. I've been on board with it for quite some time now, and and – Part of that path is staying healthy as much as you can, which mm. is eating How, right. How is that, by the way? Drinking well yeah. and drinking exercising. Well. Ooh, drinking well. Drinking well. Yeah. How is it's that? really good. And that, you know what? I like it cold. Is that, the, uh, is that the Jeffersons or the Michters? The Michters. Is that Michters? Is that what it's called? How it's pronounced? Mi- yeah, it's called Michters. Um, they do, you know, rye and regular bourbon. This is the Michters American. So Yeah, I'm a big fan of it. It's actually. technically not. Bourbon. This is going to sound really nerdy, but to be classified actually as bourbon, it has to be aged in a brand new, unused barrel. This has been aged in a previously used bourbon barrel, certified pre-owned barrel. Yeah, pre- Got yeah it. certified BMW pre-owned. Right, right. Um, but that's what makes it smoother and like sweeter. You know, it's, it's like got like a bunch does, of vanilla kind of notes to I it. I won't say vanilla because I'm not good like that. But it, it was sweeter. Yeah, yeah and sweet. I and I, I enjoyed it. Usually, mm-hmm. it's a little tougher for me because again, beta bitch boy, but. I, I enjoy it a lot. Uh, yeah. I should have bought the bottle. With That's me. the stuff that I, I, I kill. Like I used to kill bottles. By the day. Yeah. So maybe you, maybe he was an alcoholic. I don't know. Uh, I gotta, <laughs> maybe there was a problem I going call on. Somebody. But yeah, uh, there's but, a number here, folks. <laughs> um. So yeah. So she's a Coppola. And for those of you who don't know, Nicholas Cage. I'm sure you what you said before is a. Coppola. It was a fact. It was yeah. A, yeah it was a fact. Is Go a back and listen to one of the old episodes. It might yeah. have been number two or three episodes. And Francis Ford Coppola. Along with owning a very nice winery, that's obviously right. Directed, yeah, good fa- quality wine. Directed uh, Godfather's one through three and Apocalypse Now. Yeah, another good one. That was a very, very. Good Wait, hold on. I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Is that that was a Marlon Brando? One. I was gonna say that was yeah. the one with with the Godfather with again, Mar- Marlon yeah, Brando. But, he but came, it was he came in like 200 pounds overweight it, and like wouldn't learn his line, so he just started spewing nonsense. And so they had to film it to make it look like he was being philosophical when he right. was just 
Are you in a thurpin? Yeah, it was... Uh, you're, you're an errand boy. It was quite an experience. <laughs> they should do that on that podcast, uh, How Did This Get Made? Just that, this, the Marlon Brando scenes. <laughs> he just wipes his head. He's always like, he's, he's like wet. Yeah, he's always wet because he's like in Vietnam. It was a problem, yeah, but except he was a fat. Yeah, he, he was, was a, a fat. giant He was fat. a fat cat. <laughs> yeah, he was, a, he was a real problem. I'm surprised they even let him continue on making it's, the movie. But Marlon I guess Brando. it's Brando and yeah. Coppola. Had a good rapport with him, yeah, and, it, and it worked out. So that's today's cage fact. Thanks for that for for that surprise fact. I'll save mine for for next week. Yeah, now you got uh, a spare. Yeah, and it's a good fact. I mean, I have I'm loaded with spare facts <laughs> all the time. Johnny, I think all the facts are spare. Facts. Yeah, they're all spare. Facts. <laughs> they're all like just extra little crumbles of knowledge. They're that all you don't, things you that nobody really needs. Need, absolutely, yeah. and it's just in my holster of things that are completely unimportant to everybody else but me. But anyway. Let's uh, move into the junction, and I, you know me. I didn't really ha- like. I just like bullshitting with you. I appreciate you again, um, letting me be here and no uh, taking man. advantage of the the high tech and the professional situation going on. Pistol is not producing right now. Um, he had to go take care I of. I am, and some I just stuff. noticed that I was I was spiking a lot when I was when I was laughing. It was really loud, so you're gonna, oh, okay. you're gonna have to edit that down. I, I don't know. I don't know how to edit, so I'll figure. As you could tell by my videos, I don't know how to edit very well, so no, I'll figure it out. But Yes, yeah, thanks again for being here. Yeah, I don't yeah. really have an agenda. We, I, I, you know, I love talking about Rocky. We were talking about it beforehand. Um, so let, before let's, we started. let's do it here. This, let's be, let, let this be the definitive. When people Google and they SEO search the best Rocky movies in order, let this be the place that they come. Let us give the definitive list in order of best Rockies. Okay. Now, unfortunately, and you're going to be really disappointed, I can't give a thorough list. I still haven't seen Creed two. Excuse me, folks. I was uh, for all the for all the listeners in podcast land. I was drinking a, a water when he was uh, asking me that question. But those are at, those are I, call, I consider those asterisks as far as making the list. There, I like them a lot. Good movies. So, are we just doing one through five, or are we including think, are we including Rocky Balboa? We can include them. We can include them into the discussion, but. For, if, we're, if we're going like, I don't know what the word is because I'm an idiot. Like pure, if we're staying pure with it, it's one through five. One through five. It's just that's it. Yeah. The so, other ones are are good movies. They're, they're kind of standalone too. Yeah. Some of them, you know, for the most part. But one through five, um, we'll we'll go through that one. Tomato sauce is coming back with a vengeance. Yeah. Well, that's that's you know. What are you gonna do? This, Nothing you John, can do. There's nothing you can do. There's really nothing. <laughs> there's very, very little you can do. But no. I think we can also break it down because I – so, like, there's certain movies. What are – like, the order of ones that are my favorite, the orders of the ones that I think are the best movies, like the best film, cinematography, script, best fights, and best, like, villain. Like, those are all different. Like, there's not one – Different conversation. Yeah. yeah. So, I say first, let's get into, in terms of, like, a film, like – how it's shot, the dialogue, like like award-winning style films. Um, I I think it pretty much goes down the pipe of I, I think one is the best film. Yeah, well, I and I I do I agree with you, and it's tough for me to separate film versus Rocky action, you know, right. Rockiness. <laughs> it, that's the difference between like like uh, as an art form, but as just like entertainment, you know. Yeah, like like what's a better film, uh, you know, The King's Speech or you know, X Men. Like, obviously, like, the King Speech is a better like film in the artistic sense of probably. the word, but like X Men's more entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I would probably say something else. I just gave like, you a, like a random example. Yeah, maybe like Bangkok Dangerous. Okay, 
Yeah, those are really artsy films. Have you seen it? No. Then shut up. <laughs> How about that? Bring it over on VHS. Welcome to the Lombardi Podcast Diary Show, bitch. <laughs> no, so yeah, I agree. Especially the backstory going into how Rocky was made. Uh, what was Chuck Webner? Was that his name? Webner. Yeah. Webner? Yeah, I'm talking about um, Stallone himself fighting to get the movie made and... Fighting to star it. They, they star wanted to it. buy it from him, but they didn't want him to star in it. Right. And he sold his dog, uh, Buttkiss, mm-hmm. um, and ended up buying the dog back. Uh, he Apparently, he sold him for like 50 bucks. And just then to when pay he, for something. Yeah. yeah. And then when he got the movie going and he had some money, he went to go buy him back. And they would, they, it was like they asked him for $1,000. Yeah, That's I forgot how much. piece of it shit. It was a lot movie. of money he had to pay to get the dog back. Yeah, but, but he, they gave him like $50 for it. And then when he came back, they were like, oh, yeah, $1,000. Because like now you're, I guess, Mr. Big Shot or something. In the words of Michael Corleone from The Godfather, it was strictly business. <laughs> so you got to respect the guy that kept the business. But I think I think how that film is shot, the the overall score, uh, the plot line, it's it's that's a standalone movie and like a good if that was a one off, it's like oh this is a great drama film, you know, not like Raging Bull in terms of like the same kind of movie, but like Raging like just that kind of a solo drama story. Oh yeah, it stands yeah. on its own. It definitely does. Yeah. The only thing I might have changed to keep it standing on its own, like definitively, was maybe having win at the end. Yeah, or but... die, <laughs> like that's the that's the only way it can or be standalone. Yeah, die, or die trying, yeah. and otherwise it can absolutely be a standalone. I don't even expect. I don't even think Stallone thought about. You know, this is going to be a a saga. Well, here's the thing: is like it makes no sense. Rocky had by the first movie he'd been fighting for like 15 years already. He's like he was a bum. He was like 27 <laughs> and 20. And that whole point was like he doesn't have to win, but he like has this inspirational thing where he just he's just a brawler and he and he just looks out and he gets this guy and he gets him against the ropes and he almost. W- but like when all of a sudden he becomes in the later movie. But by the way, this not elite. criticizing, love it. Oh love yeah, it. he becomes the greatest. Bo- at thirty eight years old, <laughs> becomes the greatest heavyweight champion. Well, why in though? history? Well, let's talk about that real quick. Why? Because he Sarah has another. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, that's agnostic. That's a give. That's one of those like yeah. you know it's happening. Good, let it happen. Because you compare him in from Rocky one to like Rocky four. Four, he was on another he was, level. He was, we'll talk about that. Yeah. I could talk about that all day and how it changed my life watching that movie for a number of reasons. But if you look at the Rockies, he. He had uh, he had Mickey finally dedicated to him. So after the first one, he was a bum. He didn't have really any coach. He was just watching people in the gym that he cleaned. He cleaned the fucking toilets in, and then he would just go out there and punch people and smoke cigarettes. Yeah, pretty standard Philadelphia scumbag move. The, Big a fan modern, of that though. A modern Philadelphia story. Yeah, yeah, if you will, <laughs> and I will. <laughs> and, and I did. So then after that, now Mick is is on board. He sees like, oh, this guy's not messing around anymore. Let me actually be his coach, you know? Mm-hmm. So now he has dedicated elite coaching behind him. Fast forward to three, and who does he get at the end? The best of the best, Apollo Creed. I was going to say Duke. Well, Duke Well, Duke <laughs> is sort of like the Bill Belichick yeah. that nobody knows about. He like creates the, un- the system right, that right. everyone else thrives. As much as I hate admitting yeah. Bill Belichick is good, He's the, he's the best around. Right. You can't deny that. But, yeah, 
with that Duke Apollo combo plus years of Mick mentorship. If you're not look, he drive and just right. drive. You can make a monkey a good fighter, <laughs> and that's essentially what they did. If you look at number, if you look at Rocky one Stallone, and look at Rocky three Stallone, he was he went from monkey to he can read. Like that's exactly what it was. He was a monkey, and he went, he evolved before our eyes. And, and he, that's why he yeah, was the best. I love how he was like so much smarter in the movies where he had money, and then like by Rocky five when he lost his money, he was just like an idiot again. I'm like. Did money really make you? Because he was like in Rocky Four, he was like very well spoken. Like, oh, I got to yeah, do this. Yeah. And then Rocky Five, is like, oh, I don't know, it's, I got to go to again. Look, that's how Magic Johnson beat Hayes. He what? got, he was super rich. He he beat him no, with money. But, but like, watch South Park one time. <laughs> but like, as soon as he lost his money, he just became like stupid again. <laughs> I'm drinking again, guys. Ooh, I do, I do taste vanilla now that you said it because it's like a placebo effect. A placebo? A, a placebo? Uh, oh, you said sleep. No, no, placebo. A nice sleepo effect. Oh, a sleepo. The old sleeves. <laughs> Sleeve daddy. So <laughs> they explain that in the script of 425 where, like, like the transition from Rocky 4 to 5 when he's got all the brain damage. And then he happens to give, you know, his power turning away to Fat Pauly. And that's how he loses his money. Yeah. And it just, like, happens to coincide with him losing his marbles, too. And now he's an idiot again. But then he got his marbles back when he opened up that restaurant. And he got rich again. Uh, oh, he, what? He, 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 well, to, he was okay. Which is, a, this is a separate conversation. And I've been saying this for quite some time now. Rich people are smart. If you're rich, if you're part of the uber rich, that wealthy, like, set, you're on a different universe. Nothing affects you the same way. You're smarter. You have more security, more safety. No pandemics are going to touch you. No recessions affect you. Rich Rocky was a better Rocky. He was a better fighter. He was a smarter man. Poor Rocky. Idiot. He actually, when he was at his poorest both times, I mean, I guess like he didn't really do well. <laughs> no. He kicked ass when he was rich. No. The only thing that stayed with him Sorry, I hit the mic. I don't know if it hit anything. But uh, the only the only thing that stayed with him from start to finish is his his ability to take a punch and and just not die, <laughs> which that's, that's is really incredible. It. Yeah, except, that was it. Except the only time he got knocked out was beginning of three. Right, and that was more of a quit. Yeah, like he knocked himself. Like he just stayed he down. He knocked himself out. He didn't get. Yeah, he 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 emotionally knocked himself out. He didn't prepare well. But his knockout, quote unquote, was he just stayed down like a beta bitch boy. What do you think is the most underrated of of the movies? Underrated? Mm-hmm. I, five. I want to say two. I don't think two gets enough love. And I think two is great. That's tough because I fucking love two. <laughs> yeah, t- I think, but like I I don't think two is really in. Everyone talks about one because it's classic. Everyone talks about five because it's notoriously bad. Everyone talks about three and four because of the famous co-stars. Two kind of just like is people. I feel like people think it's there. You know, I I don't know because not for me because and here's why. Consciously speaking, like when I was able to grasp what I was experiencing when I was mm-hmm. first watching Rocky because I watched them all and then the second like the second round. I didn't watch him in order. Rocky Two happened to be on AMC that day, and that was the first one I remember, like, from start to finish, everything about the movie. Everything else was like, when I was younger, it was more like, 
all five of them blended into one Rocky movie. See, I remember three because Grandpa had he, he taped it on from WB. On That's the, right, WB Eleven. Yeah, that so was uh, JPL two for everybody's. Yeah. Uh, I used to watch it with them, and Grandma would like. Go, Rocky! That's right, like he was a real Rocky match. Was live. Right, that was one of her grandchildren <laughs> yeah. live fighting, and she was... And I was there, and I was fighting Southpaw. We were all like, fighting. Yeah. We were all fighting Southpaw. <laughs> yeah. Fighting Southpaw. I was just like this. Like I a Philly like... bum. <laughs> we wanted to, yeah. But Rocky Two was the one for me that I first, right from the beginning, was... I was like, man, some, something's going on here with these, the f- with these the, the programs, fight, the with these fight films. In, the fight in Rocky Two, I think, was great. Oh yeah, full full four. What was it? F- sixteen rounds. Yeah, the full. I think it went sixteen. Full sixteen. Twelve or sixteen, but no, it was. It's twelve now. Back then, it was sixteen. Oh, back when they were alphas yeah, fighting. Yeah. yeah, and it was all steroids. It was a, it full sixteen rounds, and then that's when when he gets up at the last second, and then I cry when he when he's. Oh yeah. yeah, when it was a full ten second. Oh yeah. my god. Oh, and he got him. And Apollo Creed was. He was broken. He was well. He was in peak form before oh, yeah. the like. He was he, he was wanted, ready. and that was the that was what made it great was that it wasn't just him, like just dicking around like he did in the first one and not taking Rock seriously. Yeah. He was he wanted he was out for blood. And he still couldn't and he, and Rock and that 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 determination that inability to die on Rocky's part. Yeah, oh, it was so there was, motivating. There was some was good so, like like emotional moments in that one, like when when he's making fun of him on it was TV, a roller coaster, and then when Mickey comes to the house. And Rocky's like talking to Adrian. He's like, I really think I should fight. He's like, No, I don't want you to fight. And he opens up the door and it's Mickey. And he's like, I think we should knock his block off. That's right. Absolutely. <laughs> and it was still kind of dumb, Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was transitioning. He's yeah, like, he I was, think I could do an equation. I, I think I could do this, Mick. <laughs> Let's go. Um, and then, then he had that guy. Um, he was like, he was helping Mick. And he was the one slapping him on the abs during like the training and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. But I don't ever remember his name. I, ne- oh, I, I never, never got it. I think it was uncredited. They never gave him a name. He was he was underrated. If we're gonna yeah. talk underrated parts of Rocky, he was very the underrated. Chicken, <laughs> chicken was also underrated. And then it probably he, tasted delicious yeah, afterwards. And then when he was just doing the um in the in like the steel the like the not the steel mill but like in the junk shop, he was just like hitting metal with like a uh, sledgehammer. Was that in? That was in two. Was that in two? Yeah, man, I thought it was. And he in was, three. And he was right. doing yeah, pull-ups yeah. on the jungle gym. The the jungle gym, yeah. yeah. I keep thinking back to, um, I keep skipping ahead to Balboa, Rocky Balboa, which is I guess the sixth one in the saga, yeah, if you will. Yeah, I, I feel like they, when Duke is like, making yeah. him like throw kegs around and stuff, that was cool too. But I feel like they really pulled mostly for that movie. They pulled from like one and two. One and two is like the inspiration for six. Yeah, but oh no, it was mostly one. And then like and like a couple montage like yeah like they paid homage to or homage I don't yeah. know how the fuck so you say I it I don't really think there except for the running part in one I don't think there was really like a big montage in one there was there. a decent montage it wasn't it wasn't, it wasn't as like, captivating it wasn't like Rocky Four no it <laughs> wasn't we got two whole double montages, montages. <laughs> yeah double montage and that was I mean <laughs> that's a different conversation We're again moving through. We're moving through. Rocky We're, Four can be like a five episode breakdown for me because I could talk about it all day. In fact, I do. There's people at work and in my friend circle that probably are tired of me bringing up any sort of reference to Rocky Four whatsoever. Change my life, but let's get let's just go. Let's just keep moving well, in order. Now, well, now we got so move best to... film is definitely I think film wise one yeah. storyline. I think probably one too. Like I I think it's kind of the same one or or, or th- Three, 
the problem with the storyline in four is that it's like the same as three. Is like his manager dies, and then he's gonna uh, be sad, and that. So you like, can, you could think that if you're thinking very parochially, <laughs> but if you're on another level, you're playing three D chess. Johnny, I'm telling. Listen, you. I know normally. I keep, Look, we could go down the rabbit hole if you want. Spike, you're gonna have to really. You have to have Pete edit this for the audio on this because I just keep peeking. But that's okay. Yeah. It's everyone knows that when. The, when the brothers Libretti are in the There's studio gonna together, it's going to be a lot of Italian gunslinging, <laughs> shit talking. You, um, amongst your friends, you might be the Rocky aficionado and the go-to guy, but like you're you're in the big leagues with me near here, here, Bauer. Oh I, yeah, like so just 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 know, like no, I, I know what I'm talking about. Here's my little tinfoil hat conspiracy when it comes to Rocky specifically. Like the whole like the guy Cold War. Oh, it was the it was not the storyline was not let's just copy and paste three. The storyline was we need to get him to Russia. How do we win this? How do we win the Cold War? Because uh, the government's not able to do it. Clearly, it didn't. It took you know it took us how many years? Fifty almost. If you want, I don't know. I'm not a history buff. You are. It took Rocky four months. It took Rocky a good uh, one camp, one training camp. (laughs) That's what it. Was it. Six weeks. Yeah. Six so weeks, I six and, weeks and you can't just do that on a whim. That has to be pre-planned. That yeah. has to be in the screenplay, <laughs> in the script. <laughs> Stallone knew what he was doing, and that's what I think. I'll take it off because again, I could go down the rabbit hole on the conspiracy. But I mean, just a few months later, they were taking down the Berlin Wall. <laughs> that's right. It happened. Look, you see, you see this stuff all the time in history, in the annals of history, the annals of history, and it's rough. It is rough. It's rough and it's taut. <laughs> you see things that happen, like in what you think is just a movie or some like entertainment, mm. and then in real life it actually happens. If you're using your brain, I'm hitting my brain here for the listeners. You gotta know it's that what they're doing that on purpose. The government is planting these people in Hollywood. <laughs> Just like Tom DeLonge, the Blink-182 singer. With aliens? He's like, with oh, aliens. He, the government, he said the government went and you know pulled him aside into the Pentagon and said, hey. They pulled him? They pulled Tom DeLonge aside? Look, there's a three-hour Rogan podcast that he's on. It's incredible. That's from like a while ago, though. Yeah, right? it is. But still, you got to go back and listen to how he walks you through this maze of how the government – Gives him the alien information to leak out to the to the public. Incredible Late story. Night. Yeah, I don't want to. Di- I don't. Wanna, <laughs> I don't want to divert too much yeah. into into that realm because yeah. again, that's another hour long conversation. Exactly. But back to Sto- storyline. Story story line. Uh, yeah, I mean, three storyline was good. It was because he, he he rose. He flew too close to the sun. It was like a bit of an Icarus story. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Uh, but before and he then can taking out Burgess Meredith. Look, I cry. Look, I don't cry often, but I cry well. <laughs> but when I do, it's, it's like it's just I'll cry every time I watch that scene. Yeah. It's not like okay, I got a good cry and I'm moving on. I'm a man. I'm tough. I think it's I think it's sadder than when Apollo died. I think Mickey. I think oh Mick yeah, definitely. Is sadder. Yeah, when Apollo died. The first time I saw that was in the mishmash of when I was watching all the Rockies at one time for some reason. Like on five different screens. Yeah, and I was like, it was like I was watching Rocky one, and all of a sudden Apollo's dead, and I was like, hmm. So I didn't connect. <laughs> right. But the storyline. But the when when Rocky three, when he's sitting there and he's crying on top of his stomach. 
Oh my god! I'm getting choked up thinking about it. I'm like, I don't, I don't cry. I work. I'm gonna go have to go work out now. And then he has the uh, they have the Jewish funeral for. Oh my god, dude! I, see, I feel like that was done in three as it actually. You are tearing up, Jesus! You're actually tearing up uh, because because people don't understand how much Rocky affected my real life. <laughs> Like, it shaped who I wanted to, like, what I wanted to be with my life as far as, like, the kind of person, the kind of, like, you unrivaled work ethic. Undone, like just, you wanted I just do. wanted to, I wanted to work harder than everybody, and I wanted to end communism <laughs> all across the world. And guess what? I'm well on my And way. I'm well on, we're getting with the, step by step, <laughs> brick by brick, as Dave Fortney says on Barstool. Brick by brick, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> But uh, I, I oh feel my like God, in, in three, it was made as like supposed to be an emotional moment to set up this character arc and to, you know, like, like the, the kind of Joseph Campbell mythology, like the, you know, the the climax and the hero's journey and the tragedy that, that needs to come to make the hero more, you know, whatever. I feel like in four, it was just put there as like, like as so like, oh, now he has like a revenge. He can have revenge against Drago without having to fight him first. Like there's there's revenge built in without having to have a right. previous it's fight. Right. It's easy and it's a little bit easier. It's a it's a smoother transition. Yeah. It Again, creates, it creates a, more of a drama for the fight, whereas in Rocky Three, it created more drama for the movie. Because like, right. Mick, uh, uh, T didn't kill Mickey. No, uh, Mickey's bad heart killed yeah. Mickey. He was also a hundred years old. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. If you look at Mickey, I mean, from Rocky One, like, he must have been a World War One veteran. Burgess Meredith, he was older when he was in the twi- he was in the episode of the Twilight Zone when um, uh, he gets like locked in a library. No, he gets locked in a safe during the end of the like there's an, an apocalypse. And then as Mickey, com- no, as yeah. a- <laughs> what's going on? What's going on? No, he gets, I'm gonna save he's, Rocky. He's like a book nerd, and his wife's always nagging him, whatever. And he actually gets locked into the, a bank safe. And then the apocalypse happens, like a nuclear war happens. The bank safe opens, and he's like the last one left on Earth. And he's like so happy to be by himself that he finds a library. He's like, oh, I'm going to spend the rest of my life reading by myself. And as soon as he like sits down to read his first book, he breaks his glasses. And then he decides to become a boxing yeah. coach. And, like, and he's just going like finding whoever's left in the world and training Teach him how to box. Yeah. Yeah. Because like he can't, mad, mad, he can't read Rocky. anymore. Yeah, Mad Mick. <laughs> mad- <laughs> Somebody make that movie. One of the Uber Rich, make that movie immediately. <laughs> I'll sign on as young Mick. I'll be young Paulie. You could be young Paulie. <laughs> I'm probably approaching Paulie's age in the first one. I'm probably getting there. No. Paulie is perpetually 48 <laughs> years old. No, he, in the first, John, don't forget, the first one was, what, what like 78? So that's 40-something years ago. He's not 80. He looked it. I don't. I gotta. He looked perpetually forty something years what's, old. What's that actor's name? Why can't I think of his name? Paulie. <laughs> well, what was his name? I don't remember. Uh, uh, Paulie from Rocky. Here we go. Not Burgess Meredith. No, that's uh, Nick. Uh, uh, Burt Young. Burt Young. That was uh, Burgess Young. <laughs> Burt Young was born in nineteen forty. So he was like thirty-eight. Forty-eight. No, he was thirty-eight. <laughs> He was born in, oh, he was born per- in Queens. Perpetually 48. Yeah, he looks like a, a Uncle Jabroni type. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Uncle Jabroni. Yeah, he definitely is that type of guy. Um, but Mick was built for box, for like for boxing training, yeah. coaching boxing. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Go coaching boxing. Coaching like boxing. Greg D. Nelson boxing. <laughs> yeah, coach for boxing, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, d- I definitely agree that 
the drama in three was for the fi- like the film drama yeah. of the event, and then the drama created in four was for the the boxing match. It yeah. was creating sports drama as three opposed to film drama. Three was internal. Four was ex- three was this is going to guide him inward to like discover himself. Yeah. And b- four was we need a reason for him to direct anger and like make this a climactic thing out and want to fight his- Drago. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Otherwise, he had no reason to. He didn't need to. It was an exhibition. He would have fought him because he was still the reigning heavyweight. And there's a deleted scene from Rocky IV where he has to give up the heavyweight belt in order right, to fight. In order to fight because yeah. but eventually, of the rules of eventually, communism. Eventually, Drago would have fought in the WB or whatever the American Boxing Association was at that time. And he would have he would have probably fought him. But in a regular, just like, oh, yeah, we're going to fight. And if he loses, he probably would have retired. Like, it, there, there would have been no drama behind it. No, it would have been a, a garbage match. Yeah. Yeah. But luckily. Carl Weathers gave his life. He did. He sacrificed for the good of the... Uh, He's actually the, the American hero because without him dying... Look, Apollo Creed is sopping wet with America. <laughs> He's a wet cat of America. Literally, he died in American flag. He, he died. Did. He died in America. Yeah, there is no more America. Yeah. Not American. He's obviously an American. But there is no more of a, of a symbolism of America in the 80s than Apollo Creed. Yeah. Everything about him. Cocky. It's 25 nicknames. Prideful. The Count of Monte Fisto. Uh, that was one of the best ones. That was one of the best the nicknames. The Count of Monte Fisto. That was an incredible one. But the fact that everything about him, that the just nicknames. Exuberance. And just like, physical, like, oh, steroids. Chiseled. Chiseled. He looked like a sculpture, yeah. except he was like in like a Disney movie that came to life. Yeah. A little afro, he had like the like the little afro. American mustache, yeah. like oh, everything yeah. about him. Rich, he had the uh, he had the business shirts, like the button down shirts with the French cuff collars and suspenders that, and suspenders that he was busting out <laughs> of, like just the golden retriever dogs. Yeah. he was a '80s America in all of its in all its glory. And he and he died like himself. one too. He sacrificed like himself. a goddamn American <laughs> one. Put himself jumped on the barbed wire so that rocket can. Run he over did. him to get to the beach. That's right. He they tossed a grenade out there, and he's like, "Got it. I got it." Stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who do you think is this? Well, all right. Well, because I want to ask this one first. What do you yeah. think is the best fight? The best fight? Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. I think four. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's got to be Drago. Four, Rock. four followed closely by two. Two is also a really good fight. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good. Well. That's good for different reasons though yeah. too. But, but yes. I like the ones where they where it's like a like a brawl, like an all out war, like a back and forth. Look, where the punches can take out a rhinoceros. And they sound like a shotgun. It it sounded like someone was using an elephant gun. <laughs> like in it was just like whap. And like in real life, if you got slugged with a cock shot like that, like he did You're he, dead. He, <laughs> you're in, dead in, in real life. In filming he he told um, Dolph Lundgren to punch him in the chest for like one of the the, the filming things, one and, of the scenes. Yeah, and he punched him in the chest, and he like broke like the the chest like cavity the around the heart, and his heart started filling up with fluid. He had to be in intensive care for five days. He he literally broke his chest. See, and that's that was the thing was that if you just watch the movie, you don't know that little tidbit. If you just watch the movie, you're looking, you're just thinking, there's no way human beings can live and like can be okay from this and, and go 12 rounds. 16. Oh, it's 16. I keep forgetting we're back in the, the golden age. Yeah, back in the, yeah, back in the America days. Right, back in the Apollo Creed days. 
but and then you you hear this information in real life, it did almost kill a guy. Like that's it how forceful did. it was. And I and Dolph Lundgren at this point he was an actor. He wasn't a professional boxer. He was an actor who had I think like two PhDs. From, like, yeah, he's, he's a smart dude. He's like a, a mechanical a, engineer, engineer or something yeah. like that. And like yeah. chemistry. Like he's a That's super, what it, yeah, super he's, smart guy. But he was just a monster. Yeah, he was on another level. But I think – so I think you're right. I think that's best fight. I think best villain, though, I think it's Mr. T. Mr. T is <laughs> without a doubt. No, so he, you can't call Apollo Creed a villain. He, he was wasn't. an antagonistic character. Yeah. But he was he was like – you didn't there hate was always him. Res- even after both fights, there was a respect factor between both as right. competitors. Even after after even after he lost the belt, he's like, "All right, you got it." And then yeah, he- you never really hated him. No. He was just like he was America, right? Paul Creed, the Count of Monte Cristo. Yeah. But Clubber Lang <laughs> was, was such a piece of shit. He was one. I keep hitting the desk and knocking the it's okay. like I, we're having I, I an earthquake here. I've been doing it too. This that's is gonna it. be the worst filmed one yet. It's the best technology. Yeah, that's fine. It's gonna be the worst filmed yeah, one. It's, it's gonna, even. It's going to look like one of those, uh, like those born identity films yeah. where they're just shaking the camera like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> it's more realistic this way. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It's is, like the camera's on his ass. Yeah, it's like an action movie. <laughs> it's an action podcast. <laughs> Idiots. But Clubber Lang, there's no doubt about it. He's got to be the best villain in in almost any '80s action movie of any type. Not action, action sport, sport. Any, yeah, he's up there with like. Ah, uh, like the best of them, man. Oh yeah, and his—he's up there with the guy from Cobra Kai. What's his no? Name? He's definitely better than that, Johnny. Yeah, I forgot his last Put him name. In a body bag, Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> but no, there's no doubt about that. Clubber Lang, even I, I, and I don't know. I wish I knew if he improvised or stuff like on his on his script. I don't. Know. I don't think he did. And here's why. I'll tell you in a second. But his his whole script like Mr. T's script and everything about Clubber Lang was so aggressively awesome <laughs> every line his yeah, training was, it was angry all, it was all like it was just Mr. T like they dressed him like Mr. T dresses they yeah. made him say things that Mr. T says would say in real life like, yeah they just like made him Mr. T one of the best the best like shit talks he, he was one of the best in the game, like the oh, best yeah. ever doing in shit talking. He was the Muhammad Ali of like, like in terms of like shit talking and oh, like yeah. rabble rousing. But if, but the one in particular scene when Rocky is quote unquote announcing his retirement, like every athlete did, yeah. announce a retirement and then come back eventually, and come he's back for thirty more years. Right, yeah, for an, an entire career more. <laughs> he starts he starts John at at Rocky a little bit, and then what does he do? He calls out Adrian. Right, di- VFR direct <laughs> to Adrian. He goes, hey, woman, hey, woman, and it's which not is, just that. Which is so disrespectful in, like, to, to say that it's to any woman. It's such an alpha move. It's, it's such a derogatory, like a dis- disrespectful shitbag alpha move, like, though. Like, to say that to somebody you don't even know, hey, woman, but to say it to, like, this guy's wife, in front of Wait, people. Yeah, in front of everybody, in front of the husband, and he doesn't just say, hey, woman, he says, why don't you come back to my place and I'll show you what a real man is? That was an unbelievable <laughs> shit talk. You can't get away with that guess crap. Guess what? The worst you could do is fight him. And you that's try to what fight him. That's what he wanted. That's exactly what he wanted. It was one. It was a. It was a a three D chess move. So unheard of and so aggressive too. It wasn't just like, wow, that's a smart move because he wants to fight him. So this is the way. It was almost. It was too much. It was almost. Too it was much. so aggressive. It was so out of left field because it was. He was always a shit talker. You could tell, yeah. like in his interviews in the movie and all that stuff. And then he still goes right after Rocky in, in that same scene. And then he's just like, 
I'm not messing around, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna Boom, take you, I'm like gonna take, right to I'm Adrian. I'm going to take your belt. I'm going to take your, your woman. woman. <laughs> and he wanted to destroy him. He wanted he, he wanted, wanted Rocky to be alive but destroy him, <laughs> yeah. like to kill him in that yeah, way. Yeah, he wanted to, to torture him mentally, physically, emotionally. Emotionally, everything For about no reason. Like, Rocky never did anything nothing. to him. There was no motive behind it. He yeah. was just an animal. Do you know a little bit of, like, I guess the fake backstory that you never really, they never really examined in the movie, but they did examine it in that stupid Rocky video game that you had for, I guess it was PlayStation. PlayStation, I rented PlayStation it. PlayStation 2. No, you stole it. We had it. It, it was. It oh, was, you it, still, it, do we still have it, it somewhere? It was somewhere. It's somewhere. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't steal it. I rented it and then never returned it. That's stealing. No, because if the place... If you rent a car and you don't bring it back... Ten years later, the place closed, so who am I returning it to? Okay. Blockbuster? <laughs> it was well, a that... rent... I rented it. <laughs> For the record, all the Chinese listening to us, I rented it. Um, What was I going to say? In the game? Oh, he was uh, in prison in Chicago. Like, that's where... And he fought in, like, a prison league... That's where he learned about Yeah, box. they wanted to loosely connect it. I don't care. I don't need the backstory yeah. of Clubber Lang. I just need more Clubber Lang. <laughs> but here's a here's a good tidbit. This is real life with Mr. T. He actually, before filming that scene, when he read the screenplay, and this is – this what scene? The, the, the shit-talking. Shit yeah. This is why I think it was not so – this is – he wasn't improvising. He calls his mother to, to let her know, hey – I'm going to be disrespecting a woman in this in this scene. Are you, like, asking for permission? Can I do this? And she was just like, Look, it's for a movie. Yeah. Like, you're an adult. You're Mr. T. <laughs> She's almost mad at him. Like, yeah, you're a, you're a grown-up. What are you calling me for? Right. And, and what is great about that is that he has separately, he has his own um, little Mother's Day, like, song that he sang. Oh, you can look it up on YouTube. It's a music video of him singing about respecting your mama. <laughs> But it's great to know that in real life, it wasn't just Mr. T. It was the real... I don't even know his real name. T. <laughs> JPL2, our grandpa knew his name, but I forgot, like, I can look it up, but I I'll, forgot. I'll he knew it by heart. Like, he didn't have to look it up. There was no internets back in the day. I wonder how he knew it. Because of, like, he knew everything. But, like, how did he know? I don't know. He saw it on WB11 when he was filming. When he Lawrence was recording. Lawrence That's it. Lawrence Tarot, yeah. yeah. Um, but he called and asked his mom. For permission to do that scene, and let me tell you something. I gotta. You finish. Right? I just want to say, if his mom said no, I don't know how that movie would have turned out. There would be no. It would just be like, hey, I'm gonna get you. Like, it would just be another shit talking guy running his dick sucker yeah. for no reason at the boxer. It's like we've seen it a thousand times. Yeah. But what he elevated his game or descended, if you want to go, I think. Uh, People will argue it was below the he, belt he, shot. He, first of all, it worked because he got in Rocky's head. He got him all riled up. And, and then, then he beat his ass. And then he beat his ass. He beat the shit out of Rocky. Yeah, there was no better move. Yeah. And I don't care who you are. You could dog on Clubber all you want. That like He was best villain, yes. He was definitely a villain. One of, one of the top characters, no doubt. I Pity the Fool was first uttered in Rocky Three. That's where it was created. That's where he created Unbelievable. Um, but and it was, was all clever. But then, then there's there's a really weird part in one of the interviews when they're getting ready for the second fight, where they're interviewing and he's like, "No, I don't hate Balboa, but I pity the fool." And like, he, he's like, "No, I don't hate him." I was like, "This is 
That's it's so it, it was it's such so a mental mind. Yeah, it's so like more like oh, you don't even hate he him. Just, like, he was like a psychopath. Yeah, he was. He's like I don't. I have no feeling for him. I just I feel bad for him because he's such a beta bitch boy. <laughs> like don't go wasting your punches. Yeah. you're a champ. It was unbelievable. That His, was a good fight when he was doing those so unrealistic punches where you see him like swinging. Like he his was arms. like he was jerking the shoulder yeah. to get the arm up because his arms were so big and steroid filled. Yeah, like go against he had to, like, gravity. Get the momentum up against gravity. Gravity and weight and everything, and just get up yeah. and fire these get, these bombs at Rocky. These, these meteors. Now, and Rocky was again, once again, wearing them, oh, yeah. wearing these shots, just getting fed. Yeah, just giant cement block yeah, hurting just bombs, giant bricks. And he was just, and he was just. He had a plan. That's it. He had a, that was his smartest fight because he was rich. One of the smartest because he, he was rich. He was, yeah, rich. He was at he the top of his game, money wise. Most underrated villain. I think there's only one clear choice, and an eight Tommy gun. Are you talking about? Uh, I forgot his name. I, are you talking about the promoter? No. Oh, oh I'm missing this. It can't be Paulie. No, no. Oh. It was somebody he fought. Spider Rico. <laughs> oh, no, very good. Thunderlips. Oh, Thunderlips. <laughs> You're talking to three. Oh yeah, yeah. Thunderlips. Okay, I think he's the most under because that was like a really cool, and that also launched Hulk Hogan. That like made Hulk Hogan super famous. That movie. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember where Hulk Hogan was in his wrestling career. At I think the time. that was before. Like, like he really like started doing the big WrestleManias and stuff. I think he was like. I don't know. I think he was wrestling. Yeah, I, I don't remember how early it was, but Thunderlist was a. It was also another tremendous character. Yeah. You're and all was, trash. You're all trash. It was such a good name. Thunderlets, the ultimate man. <laughs> yeah, like these bimbos. All these. It was so stereotypical. It was like this giant dude with like the 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 handlebar mustache. He was all oiled up. Like I don't know why. Like he was just doing a porno. And he already had that like Hulk Hogan like limp walk. Like, he was already like walking. Funny. Yeah, he was so, already so many like big leg. Drops. It was like a swagger. To Wait, him. what was yeah. what was the, his move? Like, the leg drop. He or had something? the leg drop. Well, at least in the in the movie, he had the giant, the big leg drop. No, but wasn't that his move in uh, in the WWF? Yeah, Bone Crusher can you can you know come in and, and validate this in the comments later on. Yeah, but I think it was I think it was like a leg drop. But that whole that charity scene where it was. Uh, mind you, this was for charity. When anybody does anything for charity, they usually half-ass the effort yeah, because like, it's no about one, fun. Yeah. It's about raising money. Nobody it's about explain the rules beforehand. Like, all right, here, listen. You can use gloves. You can't. Like, you can't it, it, uh, go out there and have fun. It was all like, oh, we're just gonna put these two guys in a ring and see what the and hell see what happens. happens. <laughs> yeah, that was it. And it was like, so maybe maybe Thunderlips will go by wrestling rules, and maybe Rocky will go by boxing rules. I don't know. They everything plays. Dick finger plays. Yeah. I say. But here's the thing: is that although obviously he would have hurt Rocky a lot in the beginning, when Rocky took off his gloves and he was just bare knuckling, that's tough. He would have. He would have destroyed. He would have broken his ribs. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, a he also would have broken his hands. Thunderwolf was a big guy. He had meaty ribs. I know. I don't, I don't know if he would break your hand. <laughs> he had a lot ribs. of good spare ribs there. A, a, a heavyweight boxer. Punching you repeatedly in the chest, bare knuckle, and he was strong. He was pound for pound. He was yeah. diesel. Yeah, but he was, was he, he was a light heavyweight. I don't want to say not, not light heavyweight. I want to say he was a, a lighter, a lighter heavyweight. Yeah, he, he was, was two hundred five. Like, I think like I think two hundred five and and four when they when they uh, gave weights in uh, in but, Rocky. Four. And he but he even lost weight. He was uh, like one hundred and eighty five. I think in Rocky three because remember he lost weight. When he was he cut down, when he was yeah. Cut down. He had to cut down when he, Apollo so he could got do him. his fastness. Yeah, so he can be quick and actually be a boxer and yeah. not just a fighter. Yeah. yeah. 
So he, but I think he cut down to like like one eighty five, which in in UFC is middleweight. That's middle, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know what it is in in boxing these days. I don't days. know. Boxing is, and also there's twenty different heavyweight. Like boxing's just bullshit. It's they got so many different, yeah, like organizations new, and stuff. Deontay Wilder, they're forming like a new league around him now because he lost to Tyson Fury, and they're like, they're, I don't know if they're gonna fight again or not. And they the have it thing. in the contract. They're supposed yeah, but to. then it was delayed, and then he was supposed to fight. Uh, Anthony Joshua, which is what the fight everyone wants to see. Don't even get me started. The, the fight they want to see is Rocky Clubber <laughs> <laughs> or Rocky Thunderless. So you can go back to Thunderless. Thunderless. That was that was a that was a very well rounded move. That for, was a good for a third entry, and that's where it started to enter. It's like Usually, kind of like ridiculously fun phase. Yeah, still a solid film. The beginning, the cold open. Yeah. So when you get when you get into a third sequel of a movie, I don't know what. With the third one, a trilogy, is, a trilo- part of a, tr- a trilogy at the, that point. The trilogy, yeah. It's usually like, especially with Rocky, because I don't think there was an intent to continue in initially when he wrote the movie. I think that he kept writing him, and then like, like if this makes two hundred million dollars or more, we're going to do it. Going. We're do yeah. Another. Yeah. So the fact that that movie came out, because your ex- expectation is just like, oh, a third one. What are we doing? You know, you know how it is, especially now, because Hollywood's absolute horseshit and trash with their movies and their sequels and stuff. When that came out, the mindset was probably like, I don't know about this one, but it delivered. It delivered in a bit, and it started a lot of, like I said, there was a lot of big names in that. Hulk Hogan, Mr. T, and I think this was before. Paulie. Paul, <laughs> uh, I think this might have been before or around the time that he um, was in the A-Team. A-Team was in the 80s, right? I 80s. think so, yeah, yeah. yeah. 80s, early like, 90s, maybe? It was like around that time. Yeah, it I never have, watched it the A-Team. Before. It might have been before he was on the A-Team. It could have been. I got to do some digging. I hope. I wish Pistol was here producing so he can actually do the the okay, back-end no, so work was, for he us. He was in Rocky 2 was 82. Or, I'm sorry, Rocky 3 was 82. And he was in the 18, 83 to 87. So, yeah, he was on. he was on Rocky first. And he was in a movie called Penitentiary 2 as himself. <laughs> as Mr. T his first, or Clubber Lang. <laughs> his first movie was called Penitentiary 2, and it just says role himself. And then his next movie was Rocky 3 as Clubber Lang. Incredible. What a jump. <laughs> it, I mean, and, and he Meteoric nailed it. Rise. And he nailed it, too. It wasn't just like, oh, this guy's got some work no to do. No one has like, ever fucked a role harder. He <laughs> was just like cold star, like right into it immediately. <laughs> right like, to the kisser. He nailed that he role. He did. He really did. Good for him. Uh, but I guess we got to talk a little bit before we wrap up a little bit about five. Yeah, well, we haven't even touched four yet, really. I mean, we should have a whole four, but we should watch four and like take notes. Let's preface this real quick for everybody. Rocky Four is the greatest American is, movie. Is one of my top probably five movies of all time. Not just like Rocky movies or action movies. It's all time. It changed the way I. Like it changed my work ethic. It changed. When, when did this happen? When when did you view it in in, this, in that in, this, in that in, setting, in this if setting. you will? Yeah. Um, I was in middle school. Oh wow! So I've seen it several times before. Yeah. That it was cool action, a big Russian and Rocky Italian. <laughs> but when I watched it again in like sixth grade, um, moving sixth, seventh, eighth grade, moving into high school, like I obviously I watch it probably every weekend, which we you normally do when you're not watching Godfather, you're watching Rocky. I, I watched this and it changed how like wh- anything about my work ethic. Like I used, I mean, I'm still a bit of a bitch, but I used to just find any excuse to not want to do something that I didn't want to do. Like, oh, I'm hurt, I'm sick, like 
anything. Right. My knees hurt. Oscar Schlatter. Oscar Schlatter. Yeah. Whatever, whatever beta fucking bitch move that I can make to get out of doing something I didn't want to do, I, I, I said it. Right. Um, that changed it completely. Then it changed the way I thought about, like, physical Russia. fitness. Well, that, that's separate. <laughs> yeah, that's separate. It changed the way I thought about physical fitness. And I immediately – that's when I started any sort of, like, actual exercising at all. I, I bought a pull-up bar, the one that you put in the door. Yeah, I remember it. It was in our, it was in our door for like It was in our years. door. Yeah, we shared a room. Yeah. And it was in Montville, New Jersey's – the house we rented in that, like, white – like, that lime green. Not even like lime mint. green. It was like, it was a, like mint, a shitty mint, mint green, yeah. like a watered-down mint. It was bullshit. With our World War One bunk beds. <laughs> right, with WW1 bunk beds from JPL1. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he slept on them in Italy. He must have. <laughs> And I hooked that bitch up, and then we had this bookcase in our room that I would put. I didn't have any like like special pads. I would put a bunch of towels down because it was a hardwood floor, and I can get my feet underneath that bookcase in a way that it would it would brace me, and I would just do sit ups. Oh, like he was doing when he was like in the in the barn. In the train, yeah, in the train. I wanted to be able to. I tried to once when no one was home. I tried to hang on the pull-up bar, like you know how he was hanging off the side of the barn yeah. and doing um, doing sit-ups that way. I tried to do that. Uh, it didn't work out. <laughs> and I broke something. I fell. <laughs> um, but so I did the sit-ups on he there, and then was, I did pull-ups. He was jacked. He shredded. Was, yeah, he, was shredded. Sh- he was shredded. Yeah. Drago was jacked. Drago was jacked and shredded. Yeah. Um, so it changed that for me forever. Like I still work out. And I and I think about every time I want to like call it a day or whatever. I just think about Rocky in Russia training, and I'm just and I, I immediately sw- but he had a, a reason to be doing that. He had like he had a a dead friend vengeance like driving him. Yeah, you just have the fact I that had a reason. What was your reason? It was because I wanted to be like Rocky. <laughs> well, you got to kill a friend, and then you got right. But it made me, and that was a thing too. It changed my mindset. Mm. And I know this is just a movie, and it sounds fucking ridiculous Movies that, like, a movie has this much influence on me. But it changed my mindset, too. I didn't need a revenge or a specific motivation. I just needed to not be a bitch. I need, like, you needed to know that, like, somebody could do this stuff. And, like, like you know, somebody can just through self-discipline right. achieve these things. Yes. And so it didn't matter that he, like, was on a, on a, on a tour of vengeance. It was like, oh, when you put your mind to it, you Something, can, uh, you can yeah. accomplish If you just stay incredibly disciplined, you can accomplish this. Right, exactly. You can run up a mountain. <laughs> right. Now, what I didn't know until later on, maybe high school, college, was that everybody in the movie took steroids. <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot of them. A lot. And it was like a regular thing. They I think showed it. In the movie. In the movie. Well, th- that was the thing. That was just to get you to hate Drago more. But here's the thing. It was, it was, was probably, probably real steroids. steroids. <laughs> yeah, it was probably real steroids. <laughs> like, why waste them? I don't, know, anyway. I don't know why they didn't just shoot it in his ass like you <laughs> like normal. But, <laughs> like you're supposed to. Right. But, um, yeah, everyone used steroids. In fact, I think Stallone got busted at that airport one time in real life with, like, a duffel bag that had a bunch of steroids needles in it. Like, that was... Don't, isn't, can't you like take it in a powder, like a pill now? It's still a needle that you need that to That was back it? in the day. Was that uh, the only way they could take it back until, in the day? Until he won the Cold War. That's the only way we could get it. <laughs> we could smuggle it into the country. Right. It? And that was another thing about Rocky Four was that this this man, had through his determination this and will. Italian man. This, this, this little 
otherwise shrimpy in size, in stature anyway, weak little man, his unrivaled will and work ethic and and drive to succeed changed it changed the world like it changed a geopolitical structure in in 16 rounds <laughs> the, and they did go they did go the full 16 in that fight that they was, did yes full and that was a tough one and oh, we'll man. talk about that later but that whole mindset of like you just keep going you just keep fighting you just get up for the next round, and you get up for the next round. And if he knocks your ass down again, you just keep getting up. And that just general mindset was another thing for me that just clicked when I watched it consciously, like as a, a guy with a half a brain. That just changed it for me. The most, like, uh, like goosebumpy I get in a movie is in round two of Rocky Four when he's got him against the ropes, but then like, when Drago's, like, beating the shit out of him. But then he, he goes him? and he cuts. He's cut. He he's cut. cut. The Russians cut. It's a bad cut. And then Rocky just goes and starts goes like wailing on him. And they fight. It's a gutter war. And then <laughs> no holds barred in Moscow. In Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, whole... <laughs> oh, the sound show. Again, we, we got a separate look. Listen, guys, we're going to have another episode. It could be next week, actually, because yeah. I might still be here next yeah. week. If I'm here next week at Site Bravo. We're doing a Rocky Four only. It could be an hour long. It could be two. We might it drink. Could be four. It could be four. It could be Rocky Four hours. <laughs> we don't know. I can't tell you how much. We, so we got to stop talking about yeah. it because I'll, I'll keep going. But there were so many things about that movie that changed my life. Life, not just like, not just like, not, not just your perception. On right. It wasn't just. A, this is not just a figure of speech where it's like, oh, it changed my like this Mountain Dew changed my life or something like that's something stupid <laughs> like that. The Seven Up was just like a life changing, bro. No. This changed my fucking life, and I, I, I can. I'm looking in the camera now. You don't understand this, and you can ask all my friends now. When we talk about this next time, I'll get, I'll get more into the weeds. They'll probably come back to me and be like, "It did change your life." Like I see all that now, and I cannot believe that it was from a goddamn movie. That you gotta did come. That. I, I have to something to do Friday night. You, you could still stay here, but I got. I'm doing a, a, a dojo show a gig? Friday night. I got a dojo show. Oh, a cigar dojo? Yeah. But I'm still doing it for me. So you can yeah, come yeah. over if you want. Uh, Friday night, we watch it. And then... I'll cry. And then, or, or we Saturday go help mom and dad move the wine. Do whatever we got to do on Saturdays <laughs> yeah. with mom. And <laughs> with then, Crazy and Carol. Because I want to... I mean, obviously, I've seen it a thousand times. I have it mostly memorized. But I, I want to see it with you and take notes and then... Oh, yeah. And, and then we can kind of... Uh, Monday morning quarterback, yeah. it, if you will, yeah, debrief, yeah. Yeah. as they say in the as in the did, war in, world, in, in, the, in the biz, in the war biz. Yeah, when you're in the shit, <laughs> you would understand. When it. You're in the jungle. The only thing tougher than that was our our college baseball. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. Our really, guys would know about. I wasn't really in anything, inside joking. In, in, in anything tough. <laughs> there was not really any tough. Like I was never Nothing in like, in, in like some kind of tough structure, Nothing like baseball or war baseball or war. <laughs> or war. Um, but we're uh, we're hitting about a minute minute ten uh, an, an hour an hour ten a minute ten it's <laughs> it felt like a minute I could talk about Rocky all day it goes like that again once again I don't think people understand <laughs> how much I can talk about Rocky it sounds so stupid it's like how is a stupid movie about an idiot Italian have it's just so much impact on another idiot Italian this is how that's exactly that's why. exactly it's, that's it's exactly, exactly how, it works. how yeah. it works in the that, in the world how, yeah so I say next week we we try to do. Uh, Rocky four hours. Yeah, <laughs> well, not a full four hours. Well, we do. I mean, I'm gonna. We'll we'll have a little bit if you wanna. Yeah. You I don't can, have by, to. By next week, I should be able to have something. 
Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just check with your AA uh, sponsor. Yeah, Let's see if you get your if you got your chip. You he, maybe you can. He's still apple picking. Yeah, he's back. Still, yeah. So maybe we'll have Pistol back to uh, to do some ba- back shop he's producing watch and, and, and I, Google I know searching. For a fact, I think maybe he's seen Rocky one once. Yeah, he's definitely not. I in know, it, which is fact. fine. Again, I don't judge fun. people. No, you could. You I just not. I can't know because there's some things that people judge me on, like the fact that Rocky four changed your life. Yeah, like the fact that I'm wearing a. A magic bar, illusions magic bar tank top right now. Are you just trying to give them some press? Yeah, I mean it's not like it's not like Spencer Horseman listens if he is, but big fan Spence. But no, <laughs> Spencer Horseman. Uh, well, he's the magician. I was telling you earlier. Yeah. So real quick, to kind of wrap this all up. Yeah. I'm wearing this. I got this. We're as gonna a wrap gift. up this Rocky podcast yeah. talking about a magician from Baltimore. Well, my girlfriend got me this as a gift. So we were talking earlier about. Um, this magic bar in Baltimore. It's a bar. Baltimore? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gets that except for us. <laughs> uh, it's Al Pacino's uh, in Scarface. In Scarface. <laughs> but anyway, um, Illusions Magic Bar is a bar that they do a magic show. It's, they call it a comedy magic show, and Spencer Horseman is the magician. He does a full like hour plus of magic on the – they actually have a theater behind the bar that you go to. Really good show, good magic, good jokes. Like it's it's for adults, it's not yeah. for kids. It's not like a a shitty tchotchke magic. Like is this your card? No, he's yeah. good. Um, and it's really he's fun. People in half. Yeah, it's really fun, entertaining. Um, his father was actually the the Ronald McDonald for Big McDonald's. He was the guy. So whole story about him. I love going there. We go. We used to go all the time when it was open. It's now doing like virtual shows because of the China virus. So. He um, he does you know the virtual show, which is fine. But we used to go all the time whenever we could on a weekend, and when we were my girlfriend and I were uh, around to, to actually go. So I got this shirt. Um, but what I was getting at with that is that people were judging me on stupid shit like the fact that I like to go to magic bars. <laughs> but like it's but it's not like it's like a, like a little kid thing. It's like a grown up like there's other grown ups there. It's like yeah, a, it's and, still. And it's, and it, but it's not like it's like a convention of like a weird thing. It's like oh, there's like this cool ball. It's like a stand-up show. Yeah, but like, I also understand that people are not going to get it. Yeah, so I get them. that people won't understand Rocky like we do. In my head, I'm sort of like, fuck you, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Terrence. Terrence. <laughs> but also, I have to step back, try to give the benefit of the doubt, like I, I usually try to do anyway, at least on the show, here's, behind closed doors. Here's what we should really try to do is we should really try to find, I think mom and dad still have my VHS copy of Rocky Four. We should watch oh, the it on, four by. We should watch it on on pure original VHS. That's baby. the only way to go. That was the obviously the only times we watched that it. Or I try to find a laser disc of it. Oh, an LD, oh, yeah. an LDD, laser disc daddy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but, so hopefully next week I'll try to. Well, I'll, I'll try to make it happen. We'll do a Rocky Four. I don't know recap. Yeah, a, a discussion, whatever. Um, I am excited. I want to do it right now. <laughs> But I, we can't, we can't. So I get gotta, it. We got to prepare for it. It's got to be, it's got to be put together right. Yeah, yeah. We we got to do it right for the fans, really for us, because that's all I care about. We, we got to order some t-shirts. We got to order some shirts. Uh, I don't have any shirts with me that are. No, I oh, can, I I do have I a. Know, I can I can order them and then they'll be here. They'll yeah, be that's here true too. I do have my Rocky Run shirt. I'll well, I'll see what I can find. All right. Well, we'll try to get themed tank tops. 
Um, you, I'm not wearing a tag top with these man boots. I think you should. Oh, I get the Muslim sleeping yeah, out, or maybe is, this is hoodie season. Maybe hoodie just season. Uh, throw up after your meals the rest of the week. I know I'll look nice and I'll lose another thirty pounds. Right? Yeah, yeah. And I'll, well, I'm gonna get canceled for making jokes about you know eating disorders and all that. Whatever. You know it's a joke. Fuck you guys. So I don't think your six followers are really gonna cause a stink. Yeah, they're, they're not going to Vice magazine. No, you know who it. will. You know who will check me on it though. For Jessica, Dom Delapia. <laughs> So I'll get an, I'll get a nasty email from that, which I deserve. Got it. Thank you, Dom. I appreciate it. So Dom's plumbing and lighting. Yeah, Dom. and you drywall work. Lo- Union Local One Forty Seven. Dom Delapino. So uh, um, yeah, next week we'll do that. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, we've covered a lot. We talked for a lot. It's got to be over an hour almost. Well over an hour. Um, so thanks for listening in. Another long episode. Uh, don't forget follow all my shit. Liberty Podcast Diary Show on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Um, YouTube's got the comments up, you know, locked and loaded, so please comment in there. I, w- I try to respond to them all or like them all or get the conversation going. Um, at LPD underscore show on Instagram. Um, that's where I post the treasure hunts and any sort of stories and posts and updates to, to, the, th- to the show. Um, that's where the comments run wild. Yeah. Um, so please go on there. I also post on my Facebook, but you got to be a friend of me. Otherwise, it's private, so and, too bad. And if you who, don't. who wants to be a friend of you? I don't want to be a friend of me either, yeah. so I get it. Go. You got a friend of me. <laughs> that Will Sasso's version yeah. of uh, – of, uh, What's his name? Paul, not Paul Newman. It's, uh, <laughs> Randy Newman. Randy Newman. <laughs> Paul Newman, Randy. <laughs> Paul same, Newman makes same caliber of, uh, of, <laughs> of, of skill set of Newman. <laughs> same yeah. caliber of Newman. So not to be confused, uh, with, confused with yeah Newman Newman, <laughs> who is the premier, who is he's, he's the Newman. preeminent Newman, <laughs> he's the Alpha Newman, yeah, he is the Alpha Newman. <laughs> um, but yeah, go on, go on my Instagram, and that's where you can uh, drop all the shit talks. Those are my favorite, the shit talking and the back and forth between the fans. Everybody knows it's in good fun, uh, which I also appreciate that there's a, like a there's a mutual respect and an understanding that we're all having fun here, and that's what makes it so great and so entertaining is that we got complete strangers coming into the same f- circle and just enjoying a good time, and yeah. I want to keep that going. I want to grow that, so comment everywhere. Rate the – submit a review on the Apple podcast. I read those. You can put any name you want, so you can make up a name and make me try to guess who, who left the comment. Those were, A couple of those are pretty funny. <laughs> When I say couple, I mean I only got four total, so that's good. Yeah. That's good too. Hey, you're growing, man. Yeah. Um, but and if you don't like the show, dislike it. Click the dislike button, the thumbs down. I like that shit too. I like haters because haters fuel me, as they did Rocky, <laughs> to be better than all you sons of bitches. So. And on that. And we'll get into that Rocky Four. So thank you again. I love you guys, and uh, you know, stay strong. I was talking to your mother just the other night. I told her I thought you were an asshole. She said, yes, I think you're right. And all